Welcome back to Lobby Concessionals, the movie podcast where nobody's right and everybody's wrong. I'm Parker and that's Brendan. Uh, this is our second week as far as the viewing process is concerned. I think we're going to try something new this week and uh, we're actually recording this in the week we are airing it, streaming it, posting it, posting it. We'll go with posting it. At least it. the illusion of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but we do want to we do want to thank everybody for listening the first week. Yeah, absolutely. It's that been was huge. A, it's been a it's been a good week. Uh, yeah. Been a good first or good good launch, I guess. For yeah, us. So we're pretty stoked. Pretty exciting. Uh, so thanks for coming out. Um, yeah. So it's we figure what we tried to do today is a segment we want to call after the credits. Um, the intent is to kind of discuss uh recent movies we've seen uh what we've been watching talk about ourselves a little bit more um and talk about effectively like current events in movies things that we think are worth discussing sort of more or less in the moment we're going to try and do this twice a month um and i think the idea hopefully if it works out is to discuss kind of that that chunk of the month we're in that half of the month and we'll see how it works out cool um yeah, so with that in mind, uh, Brendan, what have you watched in the last couple of weeks? Uh, so I didn't tell you this because I was saving it. Oh, no. But uh, we had a viewer reach out to me via Instagram. Hmm. Joshua from Tennessee. Oh, sweet. Uh, message and had some very kind things to say. And he's he's a younger cat and uh, he's like really getting into movies. And uh, so he was on a big Brian De Palma kick this week when he messaged on Monday. After oh, no After the first kidding. episode released. Uh so, Hi, Joshua from Tennessee, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that got me going. So I ended up watching like four Brian De Palma films this week. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. So, so I, uh, I did Carrie, Untouchables, uh, Black Dahlia, and uh, ah, Scarface. And I didn't want to, but like, yeah, I, I figured if I was going to do the retrospective. I got to put it in there. You got to do Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, It's a fine movie. It's a fine movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'll be honest. Yeah. I've been meaning to. But, uh, like, but it is it is, uh, it is the specter that haunts over De Palma. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, just, uh, unfortunately, I just think he's... Uh, and maybe that's a good conversation for another time, but that just feels like the, the, the ghost that he's chasing. Oh, or, yeah? Not, not he's chasing. It's not, it's not a movie he's trying to recreate. It's, it's the reputation he's trying to shed. I, I, you know, the, the, the movies that he's made and the, the kind of the, the library he's built, I just think that Scarface sticks out like a sore thumb. And mm. I just, uh, it just feels like it's something he can't, uh, he can't, uh, can't escape. Escape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you happy you did it? Like you, you, yeah, it was you, nice. You like, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think you'll end up talking about it later, but in the, in the, in the current buzz of the Oscars and everybody's sure. trying to catch up and watch those new things, it was nice to go back and, uh, like I, I, I love the Untouchables. Uh, yeah, and so Incredible. I, I, uh, I had a good time with it all. Mm-hmm. I had a really good time with it all. So I, I had a, had a good, and it was one of those things where you, you could sit and watch those movies uh, and movies that you've watched before. And you know, what? it's not like you're turning your brain off, but there's a little comfort there. It was like sure. comfort food. So I had a good time. That's you know, the Untouchables is interesting because I find, um, you know, I didn't take a lot of film studies courses, but I took a couple. Uh, I took as many as I could for <laughs> yeah. in my business degree. But um, uh, that seems I've, I've always associated with a very uh, film studies film. Uh, really? Like, That's yeah, actually pretty, pretty interesting. That was one of the ones I did watch. Yeah. But it really struck me because it's um, 
it hits a lot of boxes in terms of there's great performances in it. Um, the story structure is very, uh, not generic, but like um, very three act. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, it's a good thing to teach, especially new film students. Yeah. Um, and then there's the classic stair scene that's referencing, <laughs> I think it's uh, Battleship Potemkin is yeah. the original from the 20s, I yeah. believe, or the 30s. Um, and it's a Russian film that it's re- uh, referencing. And uh, so, like, those sort of deeper cuts are kind of cool, too. And I remember that was a big deal for me, um, it, you know, just really getting into movies. And this was my first film studies class. Yeah. Uh, to be able to see, like, oh, wait, I've seen other things do this. Like, not exactly <laughs> like Untouchables. They, like, they noticeably, like, ripped it straight out of um, <laughs> uh, that earlier film, Battleship Potemkin. But, uh, uh, but I've seen other films do things similar. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're all throwing back. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was No, really yeah, cool. Untouchables is, it has a special place in my heart. Uh, I'll tell you a really quick story. Uh, one of the first Sean Connery movies I've ever watched was uh, Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. Oh uh, yeah, obviously. Uh, sure. And I was really young, and then uh, and then I watched Untouchables, and it was the first, it was the first time, uh, in watching movies that I, I recognized an actor. Oh, nice. Right. Cool. So the idea that Sean Connery was in two movies, and one of them he was an Indiana Jones dad kind of sucked the wind out of it for yeah. me like i did they just you don't know when you're young no totally and all that stuff so uh the untouchables has that that's that's the little pinpoint yeah for me which I, is pretty unique i definitely remember as a kid um i think the first time i had that uh it was sort of not quite exactly i wasn't smart enough or smart <laughs> as you were in this situation uh i watched seabiscuit and I was shocked that Peter Parker was allowed to be on that horse, like amazed. And I was like, "Who? When is? Why doesn't he have spider powers?" Like I couldn't follow the movie at all. It's a disaster. Um, and then I had to have it explained to me that uh, these are actors, and their job is to portray characters. So, um, kind of an idiot. Uh, uh, well, sweet though. It sounds like you kind of nailed it. Um, and so, Brian De Palma. Uh, no, that was it for me uh, in terms of movies. Okay. That was it for me. Yeah, fair enough. I really blew you out of water. I blew you out of the water here. And you do it every time this year. Yeah, uh, around this time, right? Yeah, I just always got a slam dunk on you. <laughs> um, I, so not like I've watched all of the Best Picture uh, Oscar nominees, uh, as well as uh, do, 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 do. the other one would have been Tragedy of Macbeth, which isn't up for Best Picture. Um, and then I also threw, there was a couple other random ones I, I watched in the last little while too. So I watched Turning Red. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I did film. that too. I did that too. I forgot um, about that. And the, uh, the, lo- uh, the Lost City, the, uh, oh, you did that. Daniel Radcliffe and, uh, Sandra Sonny- Bullock oh. and Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt film. <laughs> um, it was fine. Uh, for, for context, my wife's a big uh harry potter fan so you wouldn't have put it as the 11th best picture oh no <laughs> no no brad pitt's great in it. it's really great to see him be in movies yeah uh, is he in it for a pretty decent time um it's it's it, like advertised as a cameo and it's correctly advertised oh, okay. as a cameo gotcha. um it was longer than i anticipated but do not go in expecting a lot of down or a lot of brad pitt okay um I went to the movie with my mom as well, um, and she was devastated uh, <laughs> that he was no longer in it. Like, like he leaves, and then she's like, "Oh, is Brad gone?" And I was like, "Yeah." Right in the middle of the movie, it. and she's like, 
Oh, you know, like just <laughs> crestfallen. So yeah, um, she goes to the movies once every five years, and, <laughs> and, and Brad Pitt just leaves her <laughs> ten minutes into the movie. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, um, uh, but it was it was fun. It, it's a fun movie. Um, it, it's exactly what it looks like. There's nothing really new there or, or crazy sure. there in terms of surprises, sure. but uh, uh, but it's fun. And you know, if you're into it, you like those people. Uh, you're gonna have a good time. Channing Tatum's awesome. Uh, you're a big Channing guy. Yeah. Oh, how can you not be? The guy <laughs> just oozes charm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, all, all the Oscar movies. Uh, I'll do a quick rundown for people that are interested. I would just say um, probably top three on the um, on the best picture list. The uh, out of out of the ten, um, in no in no particular order. Um, I would say the ones you really need to watch are Dune, King Richard, and Coda. Um, Dune in particular, as far as I'm concerned, that's going to sweep half of the awards. Anything technical, Dune's taking it, as far as I'm concerned. For the record, too, we are filming this before the Oscars air. Um, so we don't actually know yeah, the we don't awards. Know. Um, do you think he'll win Best Director? Uh, I do not. I do not. Um, I think Best Director is going to go to Best... I think Best Director and Best Picture well, are going to go to Power of the Dog. Well, he didn't even get nominated, which is... Oh, Which right. is the bit. Right. <laughs> he didn't... Yeah, well, that's devastating. Devastating. Um, uh, yeah, no, I see what you're setting me up for now, and I breathe straight past... Remember when I said I was a moron? Um, but yeah, so uh, Dune, incredible film. Probably my favorite of last year, uh, but it would be... a tough i would believe spider-man came out in december i know i know <laughs> but dune is so good anyway um uh coda coda is great story structure fairly simplistic not a right. lot there um but i love the representation i love what they've done with the um uh deaf community yeah. uh and there, there's multiple moments in there which kind of do what I think film does best and it puts you in someone else's shoes. Right. Um, and, it, and it gives you, it, it forces you to have empathy for a, a, a class or a different kind of people. And, and I think that's what uh, film excels at. Uh, and Coda nails that. Um, cool. And then the other one is King Richard. I think Will Smith is going to take it this year for best actor. Yeah. Um, he was incredible. Um, for those that don't know, it's the story of, um, oh no, I'm going to get their names wrong. Serena Williams and, Nope. Venus. Venus. Thank you. God, I just watched the movie. Um, and so Richard, King Richard, yeah. the titular King Richard, uh, played by Will Smith, is is their father. And cool. he uh, kind of designs a training program for yeah, them. Yeah. And anyway, um, never heard the story. Did Had no idea. Great. Uh, Will Smith kills it. Um, the uh, lady that plays the wife. What is her name? It's here. Oh, my God. Uh, nope. Oh, nope. Nope. Can't even find it. Uh, but she's incredible, too. Um, so, yeah, great. All three of those are, are slam dunks. Very cool. Okay, so let me ask something here. Cause Hit I, me. As far as I've known, as long as I've known you, the Oscars are, are, are a big deal. And sure. maybe not the awards themselves. Yep. Uh, but you guys, you guys, you watch, you try to watch as many of them as you can. Yep. Then you have the big event and you do the, the, uh, you do, you, you do your bets and all that stuff. Sure. Too. So what is it about the Oscars other than the social thing for you? Um, like the betting is big, um, because <laughs> I think I have you're a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to, not to brag, but I'm pretty sure I've won a few years in a row. I've never done it. Um, that's why. So, uh, <laughs> 
so the the money side of it has been awesome. Um, and typically, like we don't go too crazy on the betting. It's typically like uh, a, a fixed buy-in, so everyone yeah. pays five bucks, and then whoever has the most gets it all. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's it's a pot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but I so the fact is, is when it comes down to film awards, the prestigious one is the Oscars. I don't think it is consistent and fair. And I don't think they truly do award the best films every time. But unfortunately, the way the industry works, you know, the Golden Globes aren't looked at with the same prestige. Yeah. The uh, Independent Spirit Awards aren't looked at with the same prestige. Yeah. So these films are going to be important in order to engage in the community, in like people that like film. That's the community I mean. Um, uh, because these have been selected as some of the best. Yeah. Um, so from that is probably reason number one. I got into watching the Oscars and I started paying attention yeah. to it. Um, secondly, it's sort of just become a thing now. Um, uh, I do like sort of leaning into the let's see what shitty pick the Aust- or the, <laughs> the Academy makes this year. Um, I like I truly think Power of the Dog is going to win Best Picture, and I do not think it deserves it. Right. Um, I think it's a good film. Yeah. Um, and it is a technical achievement for sure. Like they that did, means they it did should some... win it outright then. Sorry? That means it'll probably win it outright. Uh, exactly. Like <laughs> there, there was there was things I understand they did well there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not breaking any ground. It's very safe, really, at the end of the day. Yeah. Um uh there is some discussion of potential bisexuality or well, probably just homosexuality, but like it's weird the handling of it is strange mm-hmm. um and uh it, like it, it, it's yeah it's not breaking any new ground it's not doing anything crazy that we haven't seen before right um i think there is better films um but that one is oscar Beatty, and that one is going to wow the academy yeah. i think so um, you're like so you have you have this thing about watching them and, and actively getting angry and maybe not <laughs> actively getting angry <laughs> um but definitely like I, I think part of it is just me being like, ah, these old old pieces of shit are going to love <laughs> this, you know? Um, so I, I think some of it is just, I like being able to predict. Um, but at the end of the day, how I tend to look at the Oscars is this, whatever wins, whatever wins awards, they are good films, typically. Sure. Um, you know, like with the obvious... Uh, like notably, like Suicide Squad from 2016 wins an Oscar, and like that's how you know you need to go watch that film. <laughs> you couldn't even make it through the whole thing. <laughs> uh, but like, like I'm not saying they're the best of the uh, of the pack, sure. but they are good. Yeah. Um. So how I've always looked at it is, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of period pieces typically. Yeah. I think a lot of them are uh, like they kind of bore me. Um, but if there's a period piece that's up for an Oscar, I typically go to my way to watch it. Sure. Um, just because I know that of those films, that's probably going to be the best one that came out this year. You yeah. Know? Um, uh, Cyrano isn't out for, I don't think, any Oscars other than costume design. Um, I wasn't interested in watching Cyrano. <laughs> I saw the trailer. It was like, it I was love a- Peter Dinklage. This looks like, this looks bad. Yeah. Um, uh, and so seeing the fact that it wasn't even honored, like, at all. Yeah. Shows to me, okay, this really isn't worth my time, you know, sure. given I'm not interested in, in the genre anyway. <laughs> to begin with, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough. Um, 
I I find the discourse in the film community about the Oscars is very strange. Like, uh, in particular, I'm in a few MCU groups online um, <laughs> because, you know, I love the MCU. And uh, Academy, Academy Award winning MCU. The Academy Award winning <laughs> MCU. But I find the fans are so interesting just because, um, you know, a, a, a movie doesn't get great reviews. Uh, like, the upcoming uh, masterpiece, <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, and then these fans immediately say, oh, well, this wasn't meant for you. You know, like this wasn't meant for critics. Critics don't understand these films. Um, but then when there's discussion about how Spider-Man No Way Home isn't being nominated for Oscars and isn't in the best picture category when we have uh, Don't Look Up in there, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But the very same people will go from these aren't for critics. These, you know, they don't understand us to why um, isn't it? Uh, why isn't it to, in the to best picture? Furious yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. not being nominated for awards. Uh, or on the other hand, when it is nominated for awards, um, lauding that and throwing, Oh, well the, the, the uh, Oscar winning film, black Panther. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Glad it won awards. Why are the fans both ways about this? Like he, he, it's, it's strange to me. It's, well, it's kind of a, and not an MCU thing particularly, but this is a very comic booky thing. I think it's a nerd to thing. Yeah. to hate and love the things that you yeah love and hate all at once. I, <laughs> as, I, as weird as that sounds, but that, that's the best way I think I could totally talk about it. And it's it's sort of like a I think it's a weird thing with fandom where on one hand, as a fan of things, you want other people to enjoy the thing you like. Yeah. Um, but when people enjoy that thing, you also uh, or not. You, not everyone, but there is fans that also tend to then run people through purity tests. You know, like, oh, but are you a true fan? Gatekeeping? Absolutely. In comics? (laughs) What? It's it's not just comics. It's not just comics. Um, uh, But the, like, they have it both ways. Where, again, it's like, okay, well, we need to accept, we need to get new blood. You know, we need Star Wars to go on to a new generation. But as soon as people are there, it's like, yeah, but how much money have you spent on Star Wars? (laughs) Or how many Star Wars films have you seen? Have you read all the extended universe books? And it's like, well, hold on. Like, we can have it both ways. Like, you can be a Star Wars fan that's watched two films. Yeah. Or just watch the Clone Wars TV series. Sure. Or, you know, really likes Ray action figures. Maybe it's a little strange. But, like, <laughs> you know, you can still be a Star Wars yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, And you can also be a Star Wars fan if you have read every piece of Star Wars literature, anything that's sure. been put out for the past 40 years. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. I just thought. <laughs> no, that's that's what I there. wanted. That's what I wanted. I wanted to hear it. Um, I'll shut up for a second. Uh, what did you think about Turning Red? Uh, I thought it was great. Um, obviously, I I have no idea what it is like to be a thirteen-year-old girl. Sure. Uh, but I do know what it was like to be a thirteen-year-old Asian. Mm. <laughs> and they uh they nailed that. Yeah. They nailed that. Uh, there's a uh, all of it really. From, yeah. From from the the homework, the school stuff, to to the responsibilities at home. Uh, to the four crazy ants in tracksuits, man. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty traumatizing. <laughs> the, uh, the the you, yeah, the four ants with the the uh, buy four for one haircut. Uh, we all know what that is. Uh, <laughs> I think it's great. I I don't understand the that's a discourse I don't understand the the the, the controversy with all of that stuff. Oh, I don't even know if I'm familiar with that. Oh, I think that it got uh, it got slightly review bombed from a bunch of parents that are basically like, "This movie teaches you how to disobey your parents." 
Oh, that's stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have they seen like any animated movie ever? Because they're uh, no, apparently not. Yeah, uh, <laughs> apparently not. And I and honestly, like, it, and maybe it might be a, a different discussion for a different day. But like, I, the the hypersensitivity coming out of the pandemic. Oh, uh, feels like a real thing. And I, really, people, I just, it feels like there's people forgot how to interact with other people. Or oh, I see that. You know, and yeah. and, and, and stuff of that nature. Uh. And, you know, and maybe it's one of those things, too. A lot of kids were born during the pandemic era and then have no social interactions with other kids or whatever mm. it might be. But uh, it just feels like people are reaching uh, for a lot of weird things. And like I said, yeah, you're. It, what about the other 30 Pixar movies? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, why this one? Uh, I think like I think, Finding Nemo is literally <laughs> a kid that disobeys his dad. You know, like, that's the whole uh, bit. Yeah, but it's a fish, not a f- kid. Oh, <laughs> that, that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, there it is. Uh, but they're like they're yeah. There's a I think in this one people are pinpointing the point where she literally is like ah like I'm not like you and I don't want to be like you and I'm not listening to you anymore or something like that and I'm like ah okay that's again that's still just every coming of age movie ever yeah absolutely and uh, like it, it's a part of the coming of age experience yeah you know like yeah especially thirteen year olds totally right um uh I I think it's worth noting the I sorry I can't comment on the on the uh controversy so i'm just gonna pivot <laughs> um, Smooth. Uh, um, I, I think one of the amazing things turning red did like he was quite a departure for pixar yeah it, um mainly animation and, and art style wise like I, I found it was drastically different than the other stuff that yeah yeah, yeah yeah um and i think i had seen the tiktok about it where they discussed how a lot of um uh the other Pixar films are far more realistic and they use realistic lighting and realistic yeah. uh, characters. And and um, while in Turning Red, it's it's very cartoony in a way that Pixar has never really done before. Yeah, it's um, very, uh, it's almost uh, Ghibli-esque, Miyazaki-esque uh, yeah. in, in tone. Uh, what I thought was interesting is it felt like the first Pixar movie, and it's been a couple of years now, but it felt like the first Pixar movie that was truly post-Lassiter. Um, because it is so different from 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 what we're used to from Pixar and the way it looks and the way the way it's structured, all of that stuff. So, didn't we have Lucas six months ago? We did. I still feel like that's very Pixar-y. Oh, like, yeah. I, I, I had a, and I liked it. Don't get me wrong; I actually quite enjoyed Luca, but it still felt a part of that Pixar mold. Uh, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's kind of impossible to talk about Turning Red without talking about uh, the Disney Plus release. Uh, yeah. Any comments? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I just, the, the, the business side of it is something I'm just unfamiliar with. Like, I would have loved it to see it in theaters. Absolutely. Would I have paid for it in theaters on day day mm. one? I would have. Sorry, just for context, I realized I didn't totally explain that. Um, uh, Turning Red was initially planned to be released in theaters and then Disney executives sort of, as far as the discourse, or as far as it's clear to me anyway, they overrode um the creatives at pixar and just said we're going to release this straight to disney yeah. plus instead of releasing to the theaters yeah. um so i think um i i read once upon a time a book creativity inc by ed catmull yeah, the, yeah, yeah. um head of pixar and he talking about creating pictures it's a great it's a book, great by book the way. well great worth book, yeah. a read yeah um uh ed catmull send us the kickbacks for that thanks yeah. bud um <laughs> But uh, anyway, they talked in there about how uh, when they started doing sequels, they didn't want to do the direct-to-DVD uh, release model that Disney had yeah. currently employed. 
um, because they 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 made it seem like they had an A team and a B team that that there was yeah. a lower quality team, and I yeah. think that their the Pixar team is starting to feel that since their stuff's getting released yeah. a little bit like straight to Disney Plus, yeah, uh, is that they're being viewed a little bit lower quality and they're not worth going to a theater, which is brutal um, because I think in most cases. At least in my experience, I tend to enjoy Pixar films more than I enjoy the films produced by Disney Animation. Correct. Um, so uh, it's like it should be the opposite, if anything. And and I think both studios are producing quality uh, at a high like at a high enough caliber that they should both be released straight to the theaters. Yeah. Um. Or like, fine if you want to release to Disney Plus after three weeks or whatever. Great. Yeah. You know. Um. But if that's what we're coming down to now, don't get me wrong. As a consumer. Great. Awesome that I can watch it straight on streaming. You know, I don't have to pay extra. Awesome. Amazing. Um, But I do think it's a little strange. I think it's an odd choice. Uh, Yeah. And I think there's, I think you were just talking about it a little bit there. And I think there's maybe a little bit of pretentiousness on the consumer side, or maybe just for me, in terms of when I think of Pixar, I think of it as a higher quality standard, like a higher standard in terms of production and whatnot. Um, So, you know, when there is a stigma for straight to DVD and straight to video releases, but it is a lower tier sure. production. Yeah. So to kind of have Pixar be that is a little strange. And I know yeah. a lot of people on the outside are going to be like, yeah, but those guys got paid. I'm like, I don't know if it's about pay for them. Totally. There's a little bit of pride there to be like, hey, we put out, you know, um, I have a, I had a friend that works at Disney. And, uh, you know, he's he's talked about how competitive those studios are against each other. Oh, yeah. That Disney Animation, Disney Live Action, um, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel. Sure. And how they're all just kind of working across the street from each other, but they want to beat each other constantly. I get that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there's a sure. competition it's like there. like friendly so, competition. You know, and especially if, 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 if you look at those five studios, the most consistent one has been Pixar. Yeah. So to all of a sudden be taken out of that race, yeah, that's that's a point of pride, and I can I I, I definitely I, it sucks. Yeah. Like against Marvel, maybe not as. Sure. Well, yeah. Or maybe cons- ah, yeah. I'm not gonna argue that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not gonna get into that. But I know what you mean. For yeah, sure. yeah. That, that's got to be a blow to the yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, aside from movies, have you been up to anything? Like personally, I've played Elden Ring constantly at every waking moment that I wasn't watching movies or working in the past two weeks. So I have nothing else going on in my life. Um, but have you, uh, anything not movie related? Not you? movie related. Um, really quickly. I, I, uh, because of, uh, how much I enjoyed the Batman, mm. Matt Reeves, the Batman. I, uh, started doing a rewatch of, uh, the Batman animated series. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, and I probably will roll that into Superman and Justice League Unlimited and Batman Beyond. Oh, okay. Once all that stuff gets rolling, I, I can't really stop. Uh, and it's great. And all four of those are all 90s releases, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They were. Batman's, uh, Batman's 92, 93-ish. Yeah. And uh, that, that's the thing that really amazes me is that, that the blueprint for really good movies is right there. Yeah. No and kidding. it's been there since 92. And it's just uh, people just don't refuse to do good Batman things. Yeah. Uh, and other than that... Uh, well, with the exception of the Batman. The, the Batman. We, which we know we've got Nolan's <laughs> trilogy. Yeah. I'm just saying, we probably had more good Batman in the last 20 years than we've had bad Batman. Mo- cinematically? Yeah. 20 years? Yeah. 2002. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Okay, one, yeah. two, three. That might be three to three. 
Uh, okay, well, there's a Dark Knight trilogy that was... Th- oh, oh, I see yeah. what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. We can discuss that later. Uh, other than that, uh, I uh, talked to you about it really briefly, but I've been watching uh, Winning Time on oh. HBO, uh, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Uh, yeah, the with, John C. Riley. John C. Riley uh, with uh, Jason Clark. Oh, love Jason. Clark. Uh, Adrian Brody. Uh, Man, he keeps showing up and stuff. He keeps showing up randomly in HBO shows. Yeah, just like as, as a dude. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> a friend was mentioning this recently. He is the king of showing up in um, uh, in, in things for like cameos. Yeah, um, and basically, like he he killed it really early on in his career, and now <laughs> is just coasted with small cameos and little things well, ever since. And everyone's like, "Oh, it's Adrian Brody," and you're like stoked to see him. <laughs> Because we never see him anymore. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, amazing. And then he walks off and he's like, wow, he killed it. <laughs> Which is funny because like he shows up and I thought it was a, just another bit part. And it's a big part. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a big part. And uh, it's it's an Adam McKay production. Oh, love Adam McKay. So director. So it feels. Except for it, Don't Look Up. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very McKay-like. Mm. Uh, it's great. It's got that weird 70s vibe. And he there's parts of it that he's filmed and like with that grain Oh yeah, and, yeah, it, yeah. and all that stuff. The music is great because he's really good with that as well, and it's it's all really good. And I can't tell because I I'm just a mess in my own head sometimes. But I'm watching it. And I'm enjoying the absolute shit out of it. Nice. So it's three episodes in, and I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, I'm not a big sports guy. You don't need to be. Yeah, you. I would enjoy it. Otherwise. Absolutely. I think because uh, it's it's about the Lakers, so it's Magic Johnson and all that stuff. And I think he he shoots a basketball three times in the first three episodes. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I appreciate that you just assumed I knew who Magic Johnson was. I do know, but I just I do want to just note the fact uh, that you gave me that credit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Any closing thoughts? Anything no. Anything else no. you wanted to mention? No, I think uh, the weeks are kind of blurring together. So you know. yeah, no kidding. Um, and I don't even have an Elden, Elden Ring. Yeah, <laughs> to oh, make that man. to make that even worse, yeah, dude. It's oh, it's been a whole thing. I'll be honest. Um, I, I will just have a quick closing thought because I've dunked on Don't Look Up a couple times. Um, I didn't hate the film. It's just it's just fine. There's a lot of cool, good people in there and they don't really use them well. And it's fine. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. It shouldn't be up for Oscars. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> also, Elden Ring is great. You know, 120 hours or something in the last like three weeks. Is, Jesus. I have a full-time job and I, we're doing the podcast. So like... <laughs> I don't know where the time comes in, honestly. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> and you take like three hours to do your Wordle every morning, so. <laughs> I don't know if we can end anything better than that. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>